Hello and welcome to a special episode of Nolo Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me, all the way from San Diego, Mr. Julian. What's good, Nolo Time? Obed, this is our first ever Coast to Coast episode. Coast, yeah. Coast to Coast, our special correspondent, Joel Young, right. over covering Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, on the scene. We love the yep. scoops. No NDAs, so it's free, it's free to talk. No. I can say what I want to say. I can tell you what I'm going to see. Well, I can tell you what, what I have saw, what I've seen after I've seen it, right? Everything else is just conjecture. <laughs> Um, well, which, what do you, what do you mean you can you're not actually going to tell us your opinion before actually seeing the thing? Wow, what a concept! Uh, right? <laughs> wow. I'll definitely for fun for fun um, <laughs> tomorrow. I'll put out a little uh, pre-convention predictions uh, video. I'll put that out probably tomorrow because tomorrow's preview day, right? So that starts uh, over here on Wednesday in the evening. So I'll have some for like the first video of actually what's going on with the con, like late Wednesday night. Most of you that are if you're on the East Coast or wherever you're listening to in the world may may not be able to catch a live, but stay tuned for that. But every day, every day, Obed, I'm telling you, we're gonna be cranking out some amazing bits of content. And uh like like you said, you know, I'm gonna actually give you my opinion after and as I see my past evening. So that's gonna be real be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, there, there's plenty of stuff that you and I have been talking about already off air. And um I'm sure as I get out there tomorrow through the week, uh, there will be a lot more stuff that will be surprised to all of us. Yeah, awesome, man. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, man, not much on my end. I had entire week off last week and i spent most of my week um not home and it was excellent so um not much there uh, only quick updates that i have is um i am very far into elden ring i am like 62 hours interesting um and i've gotten to the point that i want the game to end not because it's bad because <laughs> it's amazing it right. is it's probably the most densest game that I've played ever in my life. Wow. Like, there is just too much. And when you think you're done with that one area, it's like, oh, did you actually know that there's, a, like, a secret passage that you can get to a secret area in that area? It's like, no, I did not. I don't want to go back there. That place is terrifying. I don't want to go. <laughs> so it's it's great, man. Um, it, it, it was, it's, it's been, it's been so far pretty freaking incredible um just thinking at it from a a technical standpoint right because horizon is an amazing game like on a technical level i think it's superior right but when it comes to um content that is not a filler mm. uh, i think that's the proper way to say it right because it's 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 not the same with Horizon, right? Where you have like like five hundred million side quests and all these things that you gotta do. Here you have side quests, right? But it's like they they feel like they actually mean something. And then um, you know, as it, as is customary with, uh, I guess, Dark Souls slash Bloodborne type games, they most of them don't have a good outcome so 
it's uh, you know it's still like bleak and all that, and it's it's pretty crazy. But yeah, I'm pretty far in. I'm I'm very I'm pretty far in. I'm I'm far. Um, I guess from what I've heard, I'm approaching like the final section of the game. So, um, looking forward to uh, continuing that. Uh, the only other thing of note that I have is that there's a Dragon Ball fan movie or fan thing out there called Legend of Dragon Ball Tale. Uh, it went viral and it's, it is just absolutely amazing. And I've probably watched it a dozen times already. Um, yeah, dude. A short film? It's like 10 minutes long. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. It is, it is incredible. Um, and it's basically a homage, not just to Dragon Ball, right? Because it's definitely a Dragon Ball thing, but it has sprinkles of Street Fighter and Naruto and and Kill the Kill. So it has it has a few things, and it is it is really really good. So hats off to that team. I guess Stray Dog Animation or Stray Dog Studios. Very very good stuff, man. Um, you can tell that that they they really love you know, love Dragon Ball. And four years, it took them four years to do this thing. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. So yeah, watched it a few times. That's the only, I highly recommend it because it's just a, a short watch and there's a lot in those 10 minutes. So, uh, very good, very good stuff. Um, I want to hear about a movie that you watched the airplane <laughs> that I, that you told me it's like, I watched a movie on a plane. And I was like, it was this one. Tell us, sir. I got a movie I watched on a plane and a, and a small independent film that came out last week <laughs> that I want to talk about also. I, I heard um, it didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah, so, so the first, first being the airplane one, why not get that out of the way, right? Um, so on my way over, uh, watched Morbius, right? So you guys know I've, I've been very open on the show. If you've been listening to us <laughs> in the past, you know I've been saying that I did not think this was a good idea. I was not a fan of it. And then obviously history told us that uh, most people in general, critics and and audiences alike, just did not love this thing, right? There's always a small few out there who are, um, you know, that's their thing, good for them. Um, I, being a Spider-Man guy, had been itching to watch it out of interest, but also uh, so concerned because of all the things I had heard that I did not rush out to watch it. So this is my first chance watching where I was stuck on a plane for however many hours that was flying across the coast. And um, so the, the long, the long and the short of it, right? So the, the good <laughs> things of the movie, um, the first 20, 15, 20 minutes, it, it's not, it's not that bad. Uh, first 15, 20 minutes, I'd say, I, I actually was like, huh, I'm, I'm surprised that, that the, the critics, especially and the people, like they really hated it that hard, you know, for the first then you get to one particular moment where like Morbius is unleashed. <laughs> Morbius unleashed. And, I, and I'm like, what <laughs> is this movie even about it's anymore? Mo Morbius the Morb unleashed. <laughs> right. I'm like, what is this movie about anymore? And and you know, it's Morbius being his powers, his um his the world that he's in. I think that part is 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 good. I think that's the, some of the strong parts of the movie. That's why I'm talking about the strong parts first. Um, I think that they, instead of just making him a vampire, they're like, he has these abilities that just so happen to uh, 
remind you of a vampire. Okay, that's that's interesting, right? So you're focusing, you're you're not trying to be something too extra from that standpoint because that's something that bothers something like really trying to like push something down. It's like this person has these abilities. Let's keep the ship rolling, right? Um, so yeah, I mean that part that part's good, but the side characters, um, the villain of the film, all the the. the Oh my gosh! Um, the conclusion of the movie, I, I heard, the third, the final act. I heard Tyrese is real bad in that movie. Tyrese is—he's phoning it. He's not trying, man. Yeah. Like you watch Fast and Furious, you know what? He's actually trying in those movies because you could tell he's having a good time. Yeah, yeah. So he knows how to do his thing. But with this movie, he's just like, <laughs> "You're under arrest." You know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're like, okay. Why? Um, it's very, very weird. Um, clearly these people were cash. You know, I, I think, I, I think Jared Leto actually was a good choice. I think actually for Morbius, I do think I'm trying to give the good stuff there. Like, you know, early, I can't, aside from that, I can't say another good thing about this movie. <laughs> There's nothing wow. else I can say. Um, I, I thought the action scenes were not good. Um, I think some people watching it might think it's cool because it just looks like swirls of flurry just going around all over the place. I thought it looked, it was terrible in my opinion. Um, I thought that the, the 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 way of trying to make him anti-hero, um, you could tell they were trying to be more like Venom, you know, yeah. um, which worked, right? Like that actually worked in a way that I wasn't even expecting. I can give them credit. Um, it doesn't work in this movie because you're like, there's, dude, come on, Obed. There is no way you make a guy who has to go around eat, like sucking humans' bloods out, make him like... The, like a nice guy like at the end of the yeah. day he's he's you know he's still doing this he's he's gray other, he's gray at best right as he's well gray as, yeah. at best yeah. right it's not like venom it's not like venom um so yeah i mean, venom i mean venom's eating people's heads and whatever but it's it's done <laughs> differently and you if you see the movie you know what i'm talking about um so i won't i won't i won't uh you know beat on that too too long it's it's really not worth it i, I hope they don't do a sequel i hope that they don't oh my gosh the post credit scenes obed so tell me, because uh, I, I, don't, I don't care. Uh, spoiler alert! If you guys don't want to <laughs> tune us out for I don't know two minutes. Well, I think you and I, I think we've, I think we had talked before that we both had read it beforehand, right? I so think so. When you actually watch it, it's basically all both. They're both credit scenes are both um, vulture scenes, you know. And he just Adrian Humes just magically shows up in this prison cell that's in Morbius's world. So, so they show how like. The earth opens up. The skies are opening up the same way you see in No Way Home. And then it jumps to the prison. And you see that this guy just appeared in this prison cell. No explanation. He's there. And the dumbest line, Obed. The first, he, he just, he's not, he's looking around like, you know, right? Michael Keaton's looking around. And then all he says is, hope the food's better here. <laughs> that's, that's oh, man. That's literally all he says. Wow. <laughs> so. Oh, it was better, and then and then they show on the news that the people are like, "Hey, this guy identifying himself as Adrian as Adrian Toomes just showed up into this prison cell, um, you know, because so he's standing for a judge right now, and it's expected that they're gonna re they're gonna release him into the public because they don't know who he is and he doesn't have any cr crimes on this earth on this planet, right? Um, so it's okay. Clearly, right? They're trying to say that that now vultures in this world. What does that mean for the future of this thing? I don't know. But then it jumps to the next scene, right? And that's where you get the next post credit scene, which is where you get 
for whatever reason, Morbius is driving in a really awesome uh, sports car. <laughs> it's very random, and he just stops in the middle of a, of a of a field. Just just stops, gets out of his car. In comes in the vulture flying in, and he's just like, "Hey, so uh, thanks for taking my meeting. Uh, I, you know, guys like us can team up together and do a lot of good." I don't know how I got here, but I have a feeling it has something to do with this Spider-Man guy. And that's it. It is it is so cringy and cheesy the way the delivery goes because you can tell that Michael Keaton wasn't in the suit for it was just CGI. So oh, you can tell the voiceover, like his voice just saying these lines. I see. And it was so bad. Um, you can tell it was very, very rushed, but um, yeah, I, I oh, hope dude. that that thing That's never touched. And, and that comes back to the conversation about the Sinister Six stuff before, right? Like in the past, we've heard at least on two or three different occasions over the last 10 years, like Sinister Six has been talked about, Sinister Six has been talked about. And every time it's been a disaster. I mean, it's, it's been the thing that almost ruins the Spider-Man movies, them them trying to, to push this envelope. Don't do it again, Sony. Don't do it again. Just chill with your Sinister Six stuff. Let's not let's not get too excited. And then over today, so, so, so I think I don't know if you saw that they pushed back the release date again for uh, Madame Web. So that's a weird weird thing, guys. Oh, I didn't we didn't see ask that. for this. We didn't ask for this movie, but I just heard that got pushed back today, which makes sense because I assumed. I think I said it before the show that Sony would be um, having a panel this year, and they don't. It's very weird that they have no presentations at all because I would have expected Into the Spider Verse and and Madame Web, and then maybe some other you know surprise or something, maybe Tom McGuire coming in or something or whatever, right? But nothing this year. So they clearly, I don't think Sony has plans or knows what they're doing, um, and that's a concern, um, you know, because outside of Tom Holland stuff, which can you really give Sony credit for those movies? Kind of, kind of, right? I would go. Eh. I would give him a thirty. I would give him a thirty-three percent. Yeah, they're a fact. They're a factor, right? They help. I'm not saying that they're doing nothing, but at the same extent, you know, um, let's be real here. The real people to give praise to is the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Feige. Yeah, Um, I think they do have a problem. Yeah, they do have a problem with their creative people. uh, Honestly, that uh, it, it not only is not the problem that we didn't ask for this stuff, right? As fans, right? Yeah, it's that to me. That's not necessarily a problem because back when um, I want to say when the booms happened, when the when the Raimi Spider Man and X Men and and then we started getting Daredevils. On no one asked for Daredevil. No one knows Daredevil is. But you know what? We'll take it. No, no, take it back. And, and it was it was kind of like that, right? Um, and I feel like they never like the. The, the people, the, the, or at least the Sony creatives, right? They never got over that era. And it's changed quite a bit. And and to me, it feels like they're stuck in the early 2000s, sort of like superhero. Oh, what should we do with this, guys? When Marvel already figured it out. Just follow their, you know, you don't have to copy their formula, right? No, no. But you can offshoot kind of like what DC did, because... We have like we have to admit like the at least the DC stuff like from the Nolan trilogy uh, to uh, you know uh, I want to say I want to say the Snyder the stuff that Snyder was involved with right up yes. until that point Wonder Woman yeah basically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. up until Wonder Woman yeah I would I would say that that was actually enjoyable I think Aquaman's not bad 
I think it was okay. You know, yeah, it was it was fun. I, I agree. You know, I agree. I, I'm I like not Aquaman. going. Yeah, I'm not going out of my way to watch it again. But it was no, it didn't offend me. <laughs> so, you, right, right. You put you yeah. put it on my TV right now, and I'll watch it. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. So, I, I think that's the thing. They they just they're stuck in that era for some reason. I don't know why. Honestly, it's it's weird. It's weird. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah. So that that was that was that was one of the things. All right. Let's now let's get into. Uh, the the movie that that I think a lot of people have been waiting for my opinion on, which is Thor: Love and Thunder. All right. Um, you know that Thor four. So very mixed reactions watching the movie um, because I walked out and I felt like I didn't feel like the movie was a was a waste, but I also didn't feel like it added anything to what Marvel's doing. And for that reason, I felt like, why wasn't this like a TV show? So being honest with you, because like a show like Loki, to me, that was like cinematic quality stuff every week. Oh yeah. Like I could have watched that on a, on, in a theater and I would have, and right now the fact that season two is in their production right now, I've been watching TikTok showing like stuff on set or whatever for that. Honestly, I think that Loki, like, that that should be that should be the most anticipated like future Disney Plus yeah. project. There right was now. A, someone uh, I can't remember who, but the po- someone posted a poll on uh, on YouTube, and it was like, oh, which one's your M- your favorite MCU show? And Loki was like ahead by a it's mile, also, dude. It's also viewership time, like from rewatchability and all this. I know it's the number one watched a Marvel show. I believe they said on Disney Plus right now of all of them, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too short, and it and it ended. It didn't rush it like so bad. Like yeah. Moon Knight, you just hit that gas all of a sudden, and it was like, and you're like, what? Okay, <laughs> oh, now we're done. You know, you you. It didn't make you feel like you had to reset through that all those episodes again to get to what happened at the end. And you know, same thing with, um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and some of these. You could see where it was rushed and just not, yeah, not not as not as built up as it probably should have been. Where Loki's so well put together. But anyways, with Thor Love and Thunder, man, I got to be honest, like there's a whole lot of that movie I would have cut out. There's a whole lot of that movie that um, just has no value. Like, wow, it's 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 like and I think they focus so much on the jokes that it fall. I think that's what makes it fall flat a lot of the times because it's trying to be so silly that it's almost too silly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like. Like it, 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 it's gonna be a genre thing for some people. Okay. Um, think, think Fast and Furious. Um, you know, there are people who really are into those movies, but you talk to the average person, it just doesn't do it for them because it's, it's too ridiculous. Like it's it's kind of like too. That's kind of how I felt with this, where it's like, you know, the the, the jokes and the silliness was too silly. Are, it, was, it was it was a bit too ridiculous to some extent. Gonna ask uh, you. A, for, gonna ask you a, a yeah real good question. I think it's. It's it's pretty valid. Are you losing faith in Taika Waititi? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't want him. I don't want him touching Star Wars. <laughs> I think I think he's I think he's talented. I think what he did in this movie, there's plenty of things. Rag- like I, I think Ragnarok Rag- was excellent. So I think Ragnarok was good. Um, and the Mando you know, episodes that he's done have been good. good. But did you hear his comments about the whole um, uh, director's cut thing? Did you hear about this? For Thor, 
just in general. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. He, he's the, he's like he's BS or something. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's against it, and I actually, I actually respected that. I didn't expect that from him, but I actually respected that from him, because although I might feel different about certain projects where I do want, you know, what we're talking about right, um, that the director's cuts are better than what the studio was trying to do. Yeah. It's the same was that someone like him, I think, would thrive more in an environment where he does have a sandbox where he needs to I play agree. within. Yep. I think like, like with John Favreau and what Dave Filoni did with the Mandalorian gave him a good sandbox for him to play in and he yeah. did something good with that. But if you would have asked him to build the box, I think that's where the problem is. So I think we, we kind of talked about it when we talked about the suicide squad and, and yeah. we said that it feels like WB told James Gunn do whatever you want, no restrictions. And, and uh, yeah. I don't think that that paid off. Um, so it, it's gonna it, work but, for some people. But then you go back to James to Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, and it just works because he's wrangled back, and there's people making right. sure that he doesn't stray too far from from the target. So right. I agree. Maybe maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, for him, right? For uh, him, it, it just depends on the specific case, right? Because when you go back to the Snyder Cut, when you go back to Superman Two, when you go back to specific movies, right, where the director in the middle of the movie gets fired, and they have to bring another director to finish the movie up, yeah, giving the original director an opportunity to finish his his original vision or recut or whatever they want to do, I'm I'm totally fine with that, and yeah. I, I I welcome it actually, um. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of see where he's coming from, right? Um, right. I, I think that it probably works better for him. Um, you know, we can agree to disagree on that one as a whole, but it's it was good. I mean, it's... yeah, yeah, and and um, and I think with um, you know, with the good things in this movie, like I would say that the Jane Foster her her storyline was fantastic i thought she they what they did with her like as as the mighty thor could have been ridiculous and that was actually one of like the best part to me that might have been the the best part of the movie Good. for me i actually thought that she was fantastic i mean natalie porter we know is, is is an extremely talented actress um you know so so no surprise there she brought it she committed and you could see that but i think I think when you talk about the, the the things that makes it messy, and that's probably what I would describe this movie as, okay. um, because it can be it can be cleaned up, but it's it's too late now. It's done. Um, it was just a matter of you know the movie's called Love and Thunder, right? And um, that's that's the point of it. They're they're trying to make a rom com, um, which could be cool, right? Like if under the right circumstances. But I gotta say, Thor's relationship with Jane was probably one of the weakest MCU relationships to begin with. So you try to build a movie on top of that foundation. It that's I think where the problems and the, it falls okay. into that it was built on the wrong premise, right? I can see For that, Ragnarok, okay. when you look at Ragnarok, it was it was on the right thing. It was like, hey, we're gonna make a team up, a buddy, almost like a buddy cop road trip almost, yeah. movie. With you know Hulk and Thor kind of going on a trip and and saving uh, you know the people like okay that works but with with love and thunder you're trying to have the love and you're trying to have the thunder and the love was was to me just not not good and then the thunder was just not enough um, so you know I think I think that that's that's just some of the things there but you know it's still performing pretty well when it comes on Disney Plus that's why I recommend people watch it I don't recommend people go out and, and watch this, you know, um, 
watch this at theaters. I, I can't recommend that personally. I would say watch it on Disney Plus, and and that's where it probably should have come, gone out to, like as a Disney Plus movie. Uh, I know a lot of money's gone into this, and a lot of people worked hard on this. I'm not saying that, but when you watch it, it's like it's better than some than like some of the Netflix stuff I've watched. But that's not saying much. Like that's that's what I think that's where it could have been. But but yeah, I won't I won't beat that horse too long. Okay. Um, I don't think many people are even talking about the movie that much because of its meh kind of thing. You should do uh, an MCU uh, rank, like a, a oh man, like what, like a rank table. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. I would love to do that. Yeah, I yeah. should. I should. Yeah. I gotta get my whiteboard and like yeah, play yeah. It out <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the uh, that that site that you go in is like uh like tiers or tier list or something yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Make a tier and you you ever yeah. watch the Walt Disney World Newsnet? They're they're um like ranking of like rides and stuff like when they do their, yeah. their full, like debates and stuff. Yeah. We we should do an episode like that or something <laughs> right. one of these days. Bring in like special guests. We should honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, uh, I guess that's. I don't want to say sad to hear, right? But sure. you know, unfortunate because um, I think the trailers did a really good job as painting this movie in a very positive light. But I will, I will be the judge, the judge of that when uh, when I watch it. But yeah, man, uh, kind of stinks. Um, you want to take a quick break, or you want to you want to do a Marvel thing for a couple of minutes? Uh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right, cool. We will be right back and we are back Jill we got some unfortunate news about uh, I guess contractors that have worked with Marvel for the VFX mostly for the Disney Plus shows if I'm not wrong right mm, I heard it was movies too okay so it's a so it's like an overall thing it's just in general yeah general wow. statement. okay Oh, no, what's going on with the stream? It's freaking out. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Don't break it, Obed. Oh, I broke it. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's like their deadlines are like unattainable. Like they're they're getting stuff getting changed last minute. Um, I guess the pressure from those deadlines and just the, the grind, right? As, yeah. As is common, as is commonly... Uh, as it's commonly known in the, uh, I guess in the developer uh, world, in the video game world, you know the, the you know the, the, the all the, the grind and the uh, all the rush to get things done and all that. So, um, man, so uh, it, it's crazy, right? Because you would think that, and of course, right? You when you're talking about movies of this scale, like one. Um, I guess VFX team is not enough and you have to subcontract multiple teams, right? You can get right. ILM and you can get Weta to do some things, but then you have to start subcontracting smaller studios that specialize in these things. And I guess those guys are the ones that are getting the short end of the stick on this one. Uh, but, I, I, you know, give us more info on that, man. Yeah, the long story here is that Every single contractor that that works with Marvel does not have the best experience, and many have actually gone as far as to say they will never again work with Marvel. And they've actually said, the moment we fulfill our contract, that's it, we're out of here. 
Um, so you, it's not, it's not just a story of people complaining and saying, Hey, they're a little challenging to work with. Um, these are companies straight out coming up and saying, we refuse to work with them because it's the worst experience that we've ever had. Now, I mean, working with clients, um, on anything, um, can, can be good and bad, right? You can have the good ones. You can have the bad ones. It just depends on, uh, on the other person usually and, and, and how you conduct your business. But, um, when there's a common denominator here across other other places, it is a is a, a point of con- concern. Obviously, Obed, you and I, we are not privy to the production behind the scenes aspects of this. This is all conjecture. Um, so we're I'm not gonna come in and join in yeah. and it's like, yeah, that's you know, Marvel's the worst one. I, this is a, is a news headline, right? Um, so I want to be careful that you know with with, with these kinds of accusations. Um, to the same extent, it's worth discussing because you think of like the history of Marvel from their both cinematic and other Disney Plus shows. There's two examples I think of right away. One of them is uh, Obed. You remember with Age of Ultron when that came out, um, it was said that that movie at the time, I don't know if anything's passed it since, but at the time it had the most VFX, a specific, a specific uh, 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 stat. That was the last movie they had before that was uh, The Phantom Menace. Um, okay. And, <laughs> and <laughs> both of those movies are not beloved by their fans. They, there's, a, there's a point of the good and the bad with both of those films, right? Um, but those, 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 those aren't – the VFX didn't save the movie is the point. Um, and so uh, you know, that, that's, that's one of the first things I'll bring up. And the second one is you know, what's something that's, that's going to be coming out, and that's Miss, uh, She-Hulk, right? That's She-Hulk and – and you look at you know the concerns people have had around why does she look the way she why does she look like Fiona or Shrek's baby or something, you know like this is supposed to be a really cool character we want her to look as awesome as Hulk does why can't we 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 fix that up well, yeah I mean is this uh, an effect of this is all me assuming right is this an effect of people saying well, we've done this work for you before. We ain't doing it again. And so to, they had to get another person to do the character model because it just wasn't good. I don't know what the story is behind it. We know a bit, though, it ain't money. <laughs> don't you come to the table and tell me we couldn't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> because have you seen the budget for these Disney Plus shows? I mean, yeah. they're saying around uh, the ranges of sometimes 100 to $130 million per each project. That's a movie, yeah. man. That's a movie. That's not. Yeah, I think uh, Moon Knight was like example. like twenty million per episode or something like yes. that. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely insane money, right? It's nuts. So we don't. We're not going to say money's a problem. Clearly, there's something going behind the scenes. Those two examples I brought out, right? So, so think think Age of Ultron, right? Where the the, the visual effects couldn't save the movie. Um, not. I I personally uh, like it, but I, don't, I even I'll admit, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things. I, like I looked it up. It's still. Great. Yeah, I looked it up. It's still the still is? the world record. Yeah. Okay. See. Okay. 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 Good, good. So yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think of that one, then I think of that one, She-Hulk, and and the, and I hope that She-Hulk. Um, I hope that it, if it visually doesn't look good, that they get the story right. So we're like, we can get past it because you don't want an Age of Ultron where it looks really pretty. But then people are like, "Man, why'd you make those choices?" Kind of mixed, yeah. Um, you want you want it to be. Although I would now, that now the, having the context, suffer, yeah. And then you fix and you get the story so right that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, now, but you know, although having the context for Age of Ultron now, 
Uh, we, oh, sure, we, sure. Like having we the context. We know who to point the finger. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> that's yeah. but but like like Phantom Menace for an example, right? Like a similar yeah. thing, right? I mean, you have all these visual effects. Even you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith didn't have as many effects as as Phantom Menace, but but yet that movie is not the most loved out of all the things like visual effects don't make the movies that much better. I know we've had this conversation with games, yeah, Listen, exactly. but there's games that have some of the best visual effects, people working on this stuff. And they're not as good as these other games yeah. that have, have smaller budgets and whatever. Yep. I hope that they, they're, they're putting the focus in the right places. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. It's all just, it's all just, just having a conversation around a very unique thing, but what's your thoughts on it, man? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, we can we can take it back to games, right? It's like you don't have to. Sometimes less is more, in yeah. in some occasions, right? And there, I think like out of all the Marvel projects, I think the more the I think probably Moon Knight, with the exception of the last episode, right? Because it's like this last episode blow your budget, right? Yeah. Um, with the exception of the last episode, um, I think that they they played it well they didn't have to go overboard their their episodes were very grounded and um uh, you know followed a, a a more realistic look to them now the last episode yeah just go ahead and blow your budget right um it goes kind of like see it's different when you talk star wars right because star wars yeah, like we're same. we're like when when you watch like mando and, and obi-wan it's like you don't know when when it's the dome or or, or with where's like a, a an actual VFX shot right, yeah. like there's a VFX shot going in the background in the dome right, but you know is it considered to be like part of the actual scene? So, um, yeah, man, it's it's I think Age of Ultron is the the best example that you can give. It's yeah. it's an okay movie. It's not bad again, but you know. Uh, they they really went overboard and and again yeah we know the you know the the story problems that that movie has are you know are accounted for we're not gonna go into that it's not not the topic but um, <clears throat> yeah I think that the problem that we're we're seeing is the problem that uh, Fox had when doing X Men and it was a lot of things were getting changed last minute. And when it comes to this sort of complex shots, you you just can't wing it because then you're going to get made fun of. Um, especially when we're talking, you know, Marvel, like there's a there's a high standard, but we also see it right when it's an Avengers movie. It looks incredible. Uh, Black Panther was OK, was passable. And then Avengers was incredible. And then we go to another one and it looks OK. Um, I think that out of uh, out of all the non-Avenger movies, the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably the best-looking ones, and and that's also you know the directing and the 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 I guess the shot that they're using, right? So, man, it's it's a it's a tough oh sorry tough topic, um, you know, get dealing with this crunch and and oh man it, it just a lot of, it just stinks yeah a lot of I don't, i'm sure you you've heard of this right i know there was some the the russo brothers i think were the first ones to expose it i think but um a lot of the shots for like big big scenes for every single one of these movies 
are in the works years before the directors are even um, assigned to a film. Like the whole like fight between Thanos with like Spider-Man and all this stuff, like an Infinity War and all that, and him pulling down the moon. Like they were working on that like before the Russo brothers even signed a contract and even said that that's a scene they wanted to have, which shows you that there's some scenes and things that are being put in this that Feige's probably like writing and saying, this is like going to be like, going to be, and you have to work this like who many who who knows who many scenes are directed by Feige, right? It's crazy. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Which yeah. is understandable because if you do stuff like that, that gives them more time because it's been worked on years of it. And then when you get those scenes like Thanos pulling down the moon with his gauntlet, like it's super epic because you know they've already uh, you know done 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 all this 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 pre work for a long time. Yeah, um, I did see a. a a comment by, <clears throat> excuse me, by Ethan Hawke today about um, the MCU being very actor friendly, like it's super friendly for the actors, but not so much for the directors. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, it's tough, right? He's it's, in retirement. He's saying so. It's, it's, <laughs> so he's saying whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh man, that that's yeah. What's crazy is that when you're dealing with this sort of machine that they're just churning out all this content. It's yeah. just, it's tough, right? It's tough to keep up, and I totally get it, right? Um, they, they should not be changing complex scenes last minute and, and you know, this sort of thing, but, um, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. Like, it, it's tough. like working on their, that yeah, sort of tough. pressure is just, just not good overall, and... You know, it's it stinks like that is happening to Marvel, right? We we didn't see with Star Wars that much because they have their own people. They of course they subcontract, but at the same time, Star Wars is not churning three shows a year with four movies. Also, um, like you think of the history of Star Wars, like Lucas was very big on mixing practical with the special, yeah. so like Tatooine's like an actual like place, <laughs> they go out yeah. of film like in an actual place and like. A lot of those famous places in the prequels, you know, like those are actual places. They just mixed in a couple of effects in the background, but it's not like Correct. heavy on it. A lot of it's like actual sets being built to make ships and all that stuff. So it's not, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think if anything, people want them to do more with visual effects, actually. I mean, that's been some of the complaints. Like give us more of these crazy sword fighting, whatever, laser, you know, lights, light, lightsaber, you know, sequences and action scenes or whatever. They, they actually sometimes make it too, yeah. you know, we're walking around planets. Yep. But that's all. That's an argument for another day. Yeah, man. Joe, have you ever heard the tragedy of Bob Iger the Weiss? Please tell me the story. It's not a story I've heard. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect you to tell the story. So, you know, only a CEO would know. Um, so, man, so this story broke last week, um, and I guess I'm, I'm not exactly who asked Bob Iger about this, but they've asked Iger what is his biggest regret at Disney and allegedly, right? Um, he said that they mean Bob Chapek as the CEO, um, which was, I guess, a move that was pushed more by the board 
um, than, uh, than, than him, I guess he had other plans and the board steered him into making this decision, which is kind of like we've, we felt that this was like a numbers choice for a while now. Yeah. And this, if this is true, right? Cause we don't know, uh, this would confirm it. And I mean, we can see the, what's going on. Right. And it's like bean counter and he doesn't want to be called bean counter but they people still call him bean counter bean counter and he's firing people like the like the succession like the the line of yeah. succession is being eliminated game of, game of thrones style yeah bro he's got an axe sitting on his <laughs> desk somewhere a lightsaber. You know? kratos over here you know <laughs> he has um, a lightsaber he's a lightsaber he's vader man going through that hallway it's like of executives. <laughs> All right, so someone out there, you need to edit that. You need to edit Bob JPEG's head on on Vader just whacking people in the hallway, like former Disney executives. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it it all pointed to to this being a, a numbers choice by the board. Sure. And, um, again, it, it goes back to what I said, right? If you have to raise your prices on everything and then come back, it's like, Hey, we made a ton of money. Yeah. Cause you raise your prices on everything. The board doesn't care. Right. But as you know, as someone that has at least a grasp of, you know, a business acumen, you can tell that you suck at what you're doing. Cause if you have to like, Every time that, hey, this quarter we're we're short on this, it's like raise the fry prices for buy a dollar. If That's, you have, sounds yeah. like market manipulation. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. It's I I, I just I, I'm how still, can you I'm still be like, the, the most profitable CEO and yet the most disliked CEO, bro? I'm still like, right? well, I mean, like he, clearly there's there's something he, there. Well, remember EA when EA was well. Which this guy was in the news the other day, uh, John Riccatello. I don't know if you saw because <laughs> yeah, he he took over Unity and now Unity he fired everyone. He did the same thing that he did at oh EA. Oh my god, this guy's poison. And it's the same thing with with JPEG. You know, fortunately, that's it, it's unfortunate, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, we're we're very passionate Disney fans and we care. Oh um, yeah, and 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 the problem well, so is that we want to support JPEG to the finish line. We uh, want to help him uh, win. Absolutely, that's yeah. Problem is that that you can't you can't win by. Did I say paycheck and that JPEG? <laughs> well, I was like I was like he's running the race, <laughs> but while as he's running, he's he's making the other runners trip, and you don't do that. That's the problem, right? It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like he's trying. Everyone else is running. He's. You know, he, he, he's just running a bike, and uh, you can't you can't do it like that, man. And it's I mean, good. So, because uh, it's been how many years now? He's been technically CEO. Uh, twenty twenty, two, twenty twenty, two years, two years, yeah. two years. In the last two years, what would you say is his number one greatest success that he's had, not inherited, but he's personally done? I, I can't think of one right away. Obi Wan, something maybe he's announced no. that's to come. Even I can't, I can't think of it. <clears throat> the Guardians, right? 
But that was that wasn't in the works before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I'm saying every anything that he's in two years. Nothing. You don't want to be that guy. Hire the park reservation system, Joe. So he tried to get, he tried to get uh, tried to, you know people more organized on where they're going and numbers of who's coming in and out. Yeah, because that that way they can just lower cast members at a yeah lower cast. Oh, you we you don't need to have you know uh, two hundred people at the Hollywood Studios entrance when you only need fifty, and you can take that other one fifty and take it to Magic Kingdom where everyone wants to go. That's the sort of thing that it's behind the whole reservation thing. That, dude, if you if you if you ha- are you gonna tell me that this is no, this is too lower capacity. No. Did it's you not. did you see what Tokyo Disneyland is gonna do? No. Okay, they're going to raise their prices, but they're going to lower capacity permanently because they're saying that wow. having a great experience will pay for the price the ticket increase that's how you think right but no we're going to increase your tickets and you're gonna be in there like a can of vienna sausages and you can't go anywhere dude it's it's crazy it's crazy right so this park reservation system it's just it's it's smoking smoking mirrors it's like it's like oh no it's smoking mirrors that's what it is right I think he announced technically the the, the um, Splash Mountain chain. Oh, Joel froze. Glitch Gremlin. We are going to wait for Joel, and uh, we'll be right back. I guess. No, he's back. He's back. I don't know if you. It's, it's that Wi-Fi internet, guys. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Wi-Fi. <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's like you're, hotel you're, at the, Wi-Fi. you're at the mercy of Hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please, please, Hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're almost done. We're almost done. I got no, you. I, got I mean, you. Um, I, I think he, he announced the Splash Mountain stuff, I think. So I don't yeah. think that was Iger. I think that was him. That was him. So maybe yeah. when, that comes, when that comes out, right, like to be judged later on, maybe that will be like, wow, this is really uh, nice. Or you'll say, you It's going to be all screens and projections. No animatronics yep. i think he hates animatronics dude like i don't know i did like if whenever you see all the stuff that he's done right since he's been in parks it's been like screen based like no animatronics i think he hates them i don't know or he's just saving money i mean an animatronic but they it, say like like the one with the Millennium Falcon, like that one's like eight million dollars. Yeah. Like the one in like Avatar and stuff. So he's Spend probably it. just trying. But that's the thing. Like this guy is Spend all about it. the money. I think, dude. I think he's all about the money. Bro, I'm telling you. That's Universal's to be, right? there's, there's Universal's coming in, dude. All oh, yeah. you know, guns blazing and and coming in and. Who are guess, known for projection rides now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 at the same time, right? They're they're doing a hybrid thing because like Gringotts yeah, is like a hybrid thing, and love that Transformers ride. is hybrid. Like they like it's it's mostly like like the one I didn't do the Jimmy Kimmel one. Uh, no, was it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's the same same difference. Um, <laughs> that was uh, good. <laughs> so. Uh, but they're they're investing right, and and what they're doing in uh, uh, like uh, apparently 
the Monsters ride, uh, the Universal Monsters ride that they're planning on uh, for um, Epic Universe, it's like 100% practical. Like, they're all animatronics, all sets. Yeah, dude. So, like, you gotta, you gotta do this, right? It's like yeah, at some point you just gotta stop making this thing. So it's like oh, let's keep keep doing the screen thing. Like I, I love, I think the Guardians ride was excellent, right? But it's like all screens, like zero animatronics. At least give me a, a rocket, right? Or Groot. You can give me a Groot. Come on, how how expensive kind of Groot? But that be? was in the work those again before he came in. So yeah, but he probably cut it. It's like. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna put a, a crew in the in the in the line. Cut it. Put a put a TV. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh no, Joe, Joe, you froze again. All right, uh, let's give Joel a second here. See if he comes back. If not, uh, I'm going to go into a. Oh no, he's back. There you go. I'm doing one thing here. Hopefully, this fixes it. Okay. Hoping. But you, you keep talking. Lo- you your lower, lower resolution. Lo- lower, uh, the re- n- lower your resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do 4K. People won't notice. <laughs> we're, we're shrunk anyway. But yeah, man. It's, you know, I don't know. And then, uh, of course, I, like we saw that they're taking out, they, they're removing the iconic Tower of Terror promo. Uh, uh, that I guess promo sign that was in the uh, entrance uh, on the way to Magic Kingdom, and that's been there since 1994, dude. I remember seeing that when we used to come in on vacation. I was like, "Oh my god, Tower Terror, Tower Terror Two And they kept changing it, and it was still there, right? That's gone. Um, you know, they're they're demolishing one of the entrances right it's also an iconic entrance but we know why they're doing it right because there's going to be a, an off-ramp coming down from i4 down to disney springs so uh, we can't really put all these things on them but i just <clears throat> it, it's just tough it's just we we may need to take a break know. man oh we, okay. we may need to take a break <laughs> glitch gremlins are back All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. And we're back. Hopefully that'll be the end end of the glitch glitch gremlins of the hotel (laughs) Wi-Fi. Um, But yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I I don't... The next two years are going to be really interesting. But yeah, yeah, like I said... Isn't it still 2025, his contract? uh, Two more years, yeah. Right? So... Yeah. Or yeah. three more years. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, and we've seen it. Like, you know, it's unfortunate that that there's a lot of people that really do care, right, and and are are willing and able, and more than ready. And well, they've they've gotten the axe. That's like the thing. Yeah, like people we, who seem to be in line for this stuff. I know. No pro- problem is that not even that, right? It's like when you when you look at, you know. Uh, uh, Imagineering and Lucasfilm and all these other divisions, like you see people that have no clue what they're doing. 
Like they have no clue what they're working. Like they have no clue what they're working with, right? And it's like, it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You know, and it's unfortunate. But you know what? I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we we want to see them succeed. So we're we'll yeah. be sticking around watching, exactly. not with a, a finger of judgment, with a, a contemplation and, and hope for the best. But if if something's not good, we call it out. So uh, hopefully uh, this will change for the better. It can change for the better. And <laughs> man, there's a lot there's a lot there that needs that needs to happen. Finger of judgment sounds like your special move, sir. <laughs> My, my superpower. Yeah, superpower. Joel's superpower. Finger finger of judgment sounds like a persona move. Like a it like does. a move from persona. It's like finger finger of judgment. It does. Yeah. Was well, it uh, animate that? Oh, it was it was uh, Final Fantasy VI. It was Light of Judgment from uh no, okay, Kafka from the final boss, yeah. Um <laughs> so all right. a uh, couple of uh Nintendo updates here. So Bayonetta three. Oh, where's my? What happened to my uh, notes, dude? Oh, my notes broke. Oh no! Oh. oh no! So Bayonetta three finally has a release date. Um, it is uh, October twenty eighth of this year. So finally announced in twenty seventeen. Coming out five years later. Fans rejoice. Um. Interestingly enough, um, and I know that I, I mentioned this when the last trailer, when they showed the last trailer, um, and, and I said, it's like, oh, it seems like they toned down the violence and toned down some of the, you know, Bayonetta things. Um, it's, they're, they're including a, uh, uh, I guess, a toggle for, like, co a content toggle. So you can, Okay. So that that explains why that trailer seemed like a you know a lot less violent than it used to be and you know and whatnot. So ain't that's interesting? I think that's actually a good move, honestly, because yeah. that's like kind of kind of like what uh, Mortal Kombat did back in the day, like for Genesis and even I think two had an option where it had like no blood, no fatalities, and it was just a fighting game. Um, Bro, now that I mentioned that, I remember playing Mortal Kombat 2, No Blood, No Fatalities at SeaWorld, like, many, many years ago. You can imagine when. It was, like, 1994 or something. Um, and it was ridiculous. It was like, what the heck, jank thing? It was like, it was like, uh, was it 94? Yeah, it was probably 94. Mortal Kombat 2 was relatively new. And I saw it. I was like, what is this jank thing? No blood? Things for babies? the sea world arcade so um yeah i i think that's a good move honestly um especially on games for the switch and i know that you, there's parental locks and all that right um but i think that a game like bayonetta like even younger people can enjoy and if it's someone that could be sensitive to some of the violence and the and the stuff with bayonetta then you can switch it off and they can still enjoy the game why not you know, I'm I'm all I'm in favor of uh, of having accessibility options on on games. I so. agree. I agree. I agree. It's, it's harmless. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think it's a good move. So uh, yeah, overall, uh, not much to say there. There's a, a new trailer for it. Uh, pretty cool. Um, the first game is coming back 
to physical. Oh, I think what what happened is that the first game never got a physical version for the Switch. It came bundled with Bayonetta 2 that got a physical release, so they're re-releasing uh, Bayonetta 1 as a physical version. So, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, also in the news, uh, Nintendo is buying a CG studio. Uh, they're acquiring Dynamo Pictures, and <clears throat> they are looking into adapting some of their games into movies. So, I'm thinking yeah, they're that, making their own film division, technically. Yeah, and I think I think they're um, they are very confident on the Mario movie when they made this move. Um, also, they can use this sort of studios, right, um, for like in-game cutscenes and CG and whatnot. That's so, true. you know, they they can they, this could be like a multi-use thing, kind of like what Square Enix did with Square Pictures. Like Square Pictures, <laughs> like when uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within came out, and that movie flopped really bad, and Square basically, like almost literally, ran out of money, and they had to merge with Enix. Um, they they didn't close the they closed the studio as a movie studio, right? Um, but they kept the artists in uh, the facilities. To help with the CG for the games, for the you know Final Fantasy games, and then Enix when they were you know mixed together with, with Square, they work on you know Kingdom Hearts and all that stuff. So all those studios that they had worked on the CG um, for those games. So maybe that's something that Nintendo may be doing to do. But yeah, what do you think? It's, it's pretty interesting actually. Yeah, I think it's it makes perfect sense. You know, I didn't think of the in-game cutscene stuff um, on that moment that alone right that that can amplify the game experience by having these these special um projects that are kind of connect the stories aside from just gameplay so so a fan of that but i think in general outside of them making this mario movie whether it is or is not a success right at the end of the day it's a hollywood thing there's a difference between when you have a hollywood thing and you have a your own thing we yeah. saw that happen with marvel for years um where you know they license out a lot of their stuff, uh, obviously. Some things good, some things not so good. Um, but when they finally create their own in-house thing, that's when, obviously, um, you know, we have what we have today, right? And why, why I'm at a convention like I'm going to be at, right? Because they, they're, they're bringing the heat because it's, it's their own. Um, I, I'm not trying to say that this is what Nintendo's doing. What I am saying is even, like, I don't even think we should judge this based upon that Mario movie, because no matter what, they know their own properties and they have so many, so many, so many quality properties that I'm sure people have been itching at to have more and more and more content of. And instead of just producing more and more games, this is another type of content to now give people. Don't be surprised, Obed, if there's some type of even like streaming element that comes into the future of, of, game, uh, of game systems, game consoles, where you have to have um, both your, your 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 games being like streamed on your consoles, and you have to have original content based upon these games that are maybe connected. I do think that even when you start talking about things like metaverse, for an example, where you're going to need some more graphics-heavy environments that will include obviously um, story elements. Like this is another thing. There's a lot of possibilities of what this can tie into from 
future consoles to just uh, films shows to just the entirety of the future of nintendo and the gaming industry as a whole i, I know it could sound like i'm blowing something one news out, out to a larger level that's just me saying that there's a lot of possibilities will any of those things actually happen it will rate to be we'll have to wait to see but i do think it's something that we should keep our eyes on because of the possibilities yeah um yeah, and uh, based on the reporting, they uh, they will be changing the name to Nintendo Pictures uh, when they close October 3rd. So, uh, yeah, very interesting, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Joe, what have you seen so far? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you want you want to talk about the Lord of the Rings thing you just saw before oh, yeah, we got yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, right. yeah, I, I finally got to actually watch that trailer uh for uh the rings of power looks good looks good looks good um you know the the first one and i I saw some pictures and for some reason i was deterred right but then i watched the trailer and um i think i think it looked you know visually stunning and i think it's um I, i think it's in the right they're going in the right direction if you ask me so uh i'm very very much interested in watching this show yeah not much to say. It's a short trailer, uh, but some very cool stuff. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so so we know Amazon has a crazy amount of money. Um, we know that they're they're very very successful. Um, if they can do something and put something out with a ton of money, you know, we shouldn't be shocked. And they've been they spent I want to say it was around five billion dollars, some crazy number like that just to be able to even do this. So I don't think they're coming in, making the show just go, let's make something nice. Like they're like, let's go for the they're, win. Yeah, they're going. Um, yeah. And I think if this is just season one from the stuff we saw here, there's there's a lot of promising elements uh, going forward for what this could be. Now, obviously this is just a trailer. We've not actually seen the, the story and how they connect things and, and how characters are evolved and how people act and all these kinds of these elements. But just on on the premise alone of, of the marketing, bravo! I think they I think they they did exactly what needs to be done. I can't say I would do much different. I think you're 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 making your own thing that's separate from the Peter Jackson uh, uh, thing. So you're you're trying to make a new, but you're not being disrespectful, and you're not saying you're you're, you're just saying we're, we're we're making this the story and we're trying to make it a good time. Um, look, that ties into the Comic Con stuff. You know, I, I when I do put out tomorrow. Um, you know, a kind of a, a predictions Comic Con video. I'll put that out tomorrow um, before I step foot into the convention for for preview day. Um, that's going to be in my top five um, of most anticipated, um, you know, items and news coming from Comic Con. That's going to be what Amazon brings for Lord of the Rings. It's unfortunate, Obed. I will not be able to make it into that panel because at the same time, Marvel Studios animation's happening, and sometimes you just got to pick. Though that's the way it goes. You got to yeah, pick. Man. There's a there's a lot of things this year. You know, like there's an uh, gosh, I'm, I have to look at my list here. Um, but there's another thing I want to go to. It's the exact same time as the Capcom, um, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, panel that's going to be going on. I would love to be all this can't be at everything. That's one of the hardest things with Comic-Con, but, uh, you know, what? We'll, we're picking the best we can and we'll do the best we can to, to bring as much content. But, but yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings is definitely going to be one of those items that I, I expect to get into marketing overload as we get closer to, was it September, is it, Obed? September, September yeah. 
September, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, I, I I know that they they're they're known for having crazy activations, you know, at this convention. So I imagine not just you know even if I, I'm not going to make it into the panel. I can imagine that um, just around the convention as a whole, there's going to be a lot of elements that they're going to put out there to really uh, market it. Um, and, and, you know, when I look at it, I thought of just from an imagery standpoint, like you get to like the hobbits, for an example, right? You see them walking around and they have like the twigs and stuff in their hair. Like that goes back to some of the original art, um, you know, that was done for how the hobbits were supposed well, to hobbits, actually look, yeah. right? Like these are small details that I like that's being put into here. Now, of course, there are some some creative liberties and some things that are just because times have, have moved on in advance, and, and I get that um, to some extent. My hope is that you don't um, get to the check boxes, and that you um, you you, yeah. you say what what's supposed to be is supposed to be, um, and what what's what's there is there. I'll judge that when I see it, just yeah. because I see just because I see a character, you know that 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 has an appearance of something. I'm not gonna just jump in and start, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I think I think a good example of checking the check boxes without making it like super obvious is uh, it The Witcher did it very well. If that's yeah. if there's something good that that show does, I mean that season two was pretty good. But if there's something good that that show actually does, is the you know. They do have plenty of representation without having to be like super on the nose, uh, which is, of course, not in the books and not in the games, right? But the show found uh, a way uh, to do it, and I think they they did it very well. So you, you don't want to be Eternals, is my point. Exactly. Where, yeah, where it drowns out the, what 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 could have been because you're taking too much time on making sure everybody gets their their thing and and. Um, some worked more than others, but at the end of the day, you don't remember what could, wow, this really awesome thing we experienced together. You just remember what they were trying to do. And that's not what you want to remember for. So, you know, and, cool. and, and, and that's the thing. If there's five seasons of a bit, like at the minimum, um, they have so much time to get up to this. I don't know if it's just going to be in the first season they're going to get to this or if they're just going to make all the shows. I don't know. I, I'm not that deep into it. Someone out there probably knows. But, you know, obviously it's clear they're leading into that moment where you have, you know, the men, the dwarves, the elves, they all have to come together. They could, they could be. And yeah. obviously fight the physical manifestation of Sauron right for the ring um, at that time where they all came together. That's clearly where that, that story is is heading in. Um, is that just this first season? I feel like that would be probably something they're going to drag out for five seasons, but I could be wrong. Maybe they're going to get to that, yeah. and then we're going to get into something else in between. Not really sure, um, but but they've got a lot of, of playroom in that sandbox. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yep. Cool. That's what we got. No breaking oh, yeah. news yet, but if we have breaking news, I'm pretty sure Joel's gonna show uh, you know tell us what's up on on Absolutely. those. Uh, Joel, you stay safe, my friend, over Thank there. Um, bring the news, bring the good stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So after after Joel does all his uh, Comic Con coverage next week, we'll have uh, I guess a recap after Joel sleeps for two days straight. So. seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's another the funny thing about like last time i went in 2019 it's like you watch any of the videos like the first day it's like we're doing this, we're doing this. and then my like the last day i'm like guys 
It's been real. <laughs> Low energy, Joel. It's super uh, awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. Yep. Where's my pillow? Anyways, don't worry, guys. We we have so much planned, so much in store. Uh, I we're on, I'm on assignment this year, guys. You're not ready. It's gonna be great. <laughs> You're not the ready. fact that we're even the fact that we're even doing this, we didn't do this in the, the last three right months. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the first so one we've done it like this. Yeah, live from California yeah. right now. Yeah, it's I think gonna be, it's I think we I think you recorded one time you were in New York, but it was uh, audio only, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Early yeah. years. Yeah, it was the early years when uh, we were still stretching our legs. Yeah, in the <laughs> <laughs> still in the closet, in the literal closet. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that don't get the joke, I, I used to record it in my wife's closet. So <laughs> the acoustics Literally were really good. Yeah. The acoustics were really good. So, uh, but yeah. that was the days when it was audio only, had no space, small apartment. So you won't you won't find video footage of Obed sitting around. <laughs> you will not. His wife jeans. <laughs> no, you will not. You will not find. I want find to find that footage if it's out there, but yeah, I, I've never there, seen the, it. I, I'm pretty sure none exists, sir. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> plug us in alright well everyone thank you so much for sticking with us you have to stay connected guys I mean this is going to be a lot of news coming in so make sure you're subscribed to the audio platforms right iTunes Google Play SoundCloud Spotify Amazon Music anywhere that you listen to your podcast platform make sure you're following No Load Time you got to do this also make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel our YouTube channel is going to be huge that's probably where the majority of our content between that and some of the socials as well. So make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to there, like the videos, drop us a comment, show us, share some love, share it with your friends and family. We really appreciate that. Back to the podcast though, if you would drop a review for No Load Time on your podcast platform of choice, we'd really appreciate that. That helps us as we spread the word. Um, next, of course, follow us on social media. So like on Twitter, we're gonna be tweeting a lot, right? You tweet on Twitter. Um, so make sure you're following Nola Time at Nola Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll see those handles down below if you're watching the video version. Uh, also make sure that you're following us on Twitch, No Load Time Altogether. Uh, we stream our episodes from there right now. Hey, Twitch, what's up, guys? And then, of course, last but not least, if you have question, comment, feedback, something you would like to discuss, make sure you send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Obed, it's a pleasure. There's so much more to come. Stick with us. It starts tomorrow. So be there, guys, or be square. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.